Hey, what's going on guys? Captain Carlos here with Marea Gear. So today we're going to be talking speckled trout and how to target these fish uh, consistently in the wintertime. We're going to go over the rod, the reel, the line, the baits, uh, and what to look for when you're out there to, to stay consistently connected to these things. Uh, so without further ado, we'll, we'll go ahead and dive right into the reel. Uh, I like a, a spinning reel. Some guys will, you know, fish uh, bay casters, plug rods, but I, I think general purpose, a spinning reel is perfect for this application. I've got a Daiwa BG 3000 uh, spinning reel packed with 10-pound braided line. It holds probably over 300 yards of braid, a ton of braid. Um, it's a absolute workhorse of a reel. Awesome gear system killer drag system okay um and it's just flawless i mean i've never really had an issue with this thing and i've caught tons and tons of fish with it um i've even caught a couple grouper snapper and some dolphin with it offshore you know on light tackle as well uh, so just a great all-around reel i've got it paired up to a seven foot star plasma eight to fifteen pound spinning rod uh the rod is rigged with silicone carbide guides built to take the abuse of using braided line okay when you're out there and you're picking out a rod make sure it's got good quality components because braided line is absolute torture on tackle okay um the reason i like this rod is not only because of the components but because of the action and the backbone it has too it's very lightweight Okay, but it's super powerful and very responsive. It's got a fast action tip. So when I'm throwing light lures or, you know, little baits like shrimp on a jig head or whatnot, um, I can do it with ease, you know, especially with that 10 pound braid. Uh, just a great combination. And then when we're running the braid on this, okay, we're connecting the braid to a three foot leader of 20 to 30 pound fluorocarbon or monofilament, okay? Uh, the reason we're doing that is to have that little extra stretch at the end, you know, when the fish takes it. And the reason why I say 20 to 30 is it depends on the conditions. If it's a nice clear day, like sight fishing for these things, you know, on the flats, um, then you could drop it down to 20 because, you know, some of these big fish are kind of weary and, you know, Sometimes you have to drop it down to get the bite. If it's a little choppier and the water's more tannic or stained, then you can bump it up to, to 30, you know, especially if you're fishing an area with a little bit more structure. Don't hesitate to, to bump it up when you can. Now, as far as the baits go, um, we're going to talk about live bait first, okay, or fresh bait. Um, use whatever's in the area. I mean, if you can, bring a cast net and just net some bait. Finger mullet are always a great go-to, okay? Little pinfish, little sand perch, mahara, um, pilchards, you know, little greenies. Those are always great baits. And just freelining them uh, in an area and chumming, you know, that, that'll that uh, ring the dinner bell for any big gator trout for the most part. Um, another great bait is live shrimp. You can't go wrong with shrimp. Everything eats shrimp for the most part, especially trout. Trout love shrimp. So 
those are your options, you know, and the way you're going to want to rig them is either free line, you know, with no weight, depending on the conditions. You know, if it's a nice day, you could totally do a free line. Uh, if you need a little more weight to get down in the, the water column and if the water's moving good and you got a little bit of a tide, uh, then, you know, putting on a, a split shot or on a jig head um, with a little troll right jig head, you know, something like that, that'll work perfect. And that could work just as effectively with the shrimp as it can with a a cut piece of cut bait or a live bait okay let me make sure that you guys understand that it's not just for shrimp i mean i've caught plenty of redfish plenty of trout um you know all kinds of stuff fishing live bait on a jig head it works now if you want to go the route where it's a little more challenging and you want to target these things with some artificials which is what i do pretty much 99% of the time, um, there's a couple baits that I, I don't go home, I don't leave home, should I say, without. And the first one's going to be a topwater, okay? I love fishing topwater certain times of the day, uh, usually before the sun comes up, you know, real early morning, or as the sun's going down, you know, late, late afternoon, um, those low light conditions, the top water bite can, can get hot and heavy for not for very long, but when it goes off, it goes off. I mean, you're getting a bite almost every cast. So, uh, make sure you got some top water, stick to natural colors, you know, black top, silver, pearl belly, something that looks like a mullet or something that looks like a, a sand perch, you know, brown top, cream belly. Uh, just kind of keep it natural. Don't go crazy with the color scheme. Um, I've also done really well fishing topwaters at night, believe it or not. So keep that in mind as well, too. Uh, the, the next bait that I want to talk about is a swim bait. It's probably the most go-to bait that I have. Uh, you could work different levels of the water column with this bait. So if you want to bump it along the bottom and just kind of keep it close to where these fish could be sitting... Uh, you just work the lure a little slower. And keep in mind, um, we're talking about the wintertime here, guys. Okay, so these fish are very lazy and lethargic. So that's why I like, you know, always having a couple swim baits because you can keep that, you know, that bait in the water column uh, and at their level, so to speak. Stick to the natural colors again, okay? And the, the third one, last but not least, it's going to be a twitch bait. Okay, I think I've caught more bigger trout with this lure than anything else. Um, reason being, it's got a small profile. Okay, the one I, I use a lot of the times is our Manic Minnow. Uh, it's just shy of three inches. It weighs like a quarter of an ounce. Um, I stick to the most part for, you know, natural colors, whatever bait fish that's in the area. I'm trying to match that color. Although I've, I've used one color... In, in darker st uh, stained or tannic water um, that works very well, okay? And it's kind of looks like a mud minnow, um, but uh, we call it our pure grit. You might want to check that out. Uh, but the reason, going back to this, this twitch bait, the reason I like fishing this bait is when you cast it, it's got a very slow sinking action to it, a very slow fall. Okay, so it gives these big gator trout a chance to kind of eyeball it 
and see it fall, see it fall, see it fall, boom, and then they smack it. It's crazy how many times I, I'll cast it. No, I'm literally just waiting. You know, I'm giving it like a three to five count. And by the time I get to four or five, that's when I get the bite. You know, because I think they're following it, okay, down. And then they won't commit to it just before you're about to twitch it. Then that's when they hit it. It's crazy. But the twitch bait is deadly. So make sure that you have a couple twitch baits in the box, okay? Um, what you, what you want to look for, okay, when you're out there on the flats is you want to look for potholes, okay? You want to look for dips in the, you know, in the contours of the bottom. Uh, those little dips are going to be pockets where the water temperature might be a little cooler, and they're like little ambush points for, for these predatory fish, for these big gator trout. Um, also, they like to stack up along docks and structure. So on the edges a lot of a lot of the docks that you're going to fish, there's usually uh, you know a little bit of a, a drop off just from the, the natural erosion process. So when you're fishing docks, make sure that you're making your cast parallel to the dock. That's going to ensure that your bait is working a little more effectively. You know, you're targeting the whole structure in the area more effectively. Because most of these fish are going to stay just off of the dock or right, in, right on it. So they'll actually come out and chase your bait for a little bit before they commit. Um, but make sure you make your cast parallel to the dock, not straight at it. You're, you're going to cover the water column more effectively that way. Um, once you make your cast work it slow slow down okay it's winter like i said these fish are lazy uh you don't want to be ripping it unless although sometimes in the middle of the day if it does warm up the water temperature warms up the fish and their activity may warm up too so you can speed it up a little bit but for the most part it's gonna be a slower presentation okay um that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I covered a lot of stuff here. Uh, I hope you guys learned something from this. And if you did, make sure that you like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and check out our YouTube channel. Uh, we appreciate you very much for tuning in, and God bless, guys.